That music is an invitation, an invitation to sit up and join me as we look into God's Word. This isn't your parents' Bible study or some pre-printed material from your denomination. Each episode, we tear into God's letter to humanity to see what would God have us know about Himself, about the world around us, and about ourselves. I am Brother Mitchell from the Discipleship Center, and you are listening to the TDC Podcast. Last time we talked about our defaming people with our words. Today we're going to look at another facet of how we consider or do not consider God in our business dealings. James chapter 4, starting in verse 13. Come now, you rich, weep and howl for the miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches have rotted and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver have corroded and their corrosion will be evidence against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You've laid up treasures in the last days. Behold, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, are crying out against you. And the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You've lived on the earth in luxury and in self-indulgence. You've fattened your hearts in the day of slaughter. You've condemned and murdered the righteous persons. He does not resist you. Who are the rich that James is talking to? But James isn't talking to everybody who are wealthy because we've talked about that before. There's nothing inherently bad about having money and nothing inherently virtuous about not having money. A local pastor once said that the root of all evil isn't money, it's the lack of money. Well, I don't know if I necessarily agree with him either, but that was an interesting saying. James is talking to the rich people who have gotten rich dishonestly. For a businessman, the goal is to make a profit. And how do you do that? Well, you cut expenses and you maximize sales in order to maximize profits. And one of the easiest ways to cut expenses is to lay people off or to keep their wages lower. If you flip burgers, you should expect a burger flipper wage. If you drive a truck, you should expect a truck driver's wage. If you work in a factory, you should expect a factory worker's wage. Whatever you do, you should expect to get paid for that type of job. The problem is that these greedy businessmen took advantage of people who needed a job and then undercut or withheld their wages. While these poor guys could barely survive, the greedy businessman became rich and lived in luxury and self-indulgence. God hates those who deceive others and refuse to pay what is expected for a job well done. It says that they are laying up treasures in the last days. But those treasures have rotted and become moth-eaten and have corroded and will eat your flesh like fire. What is this talking about? We're talking about the last days, the days from when Jesus announced the kingdom all the way until the kingdom of heaven becomes the kingdom of earth. The truth of Jesus Christ is that we're all sinners and only by his mercy can we be saved. It's this same mercy which causes a heart change in us to see others differently, to see ourselves differently. To live our lives differently. For those who have seen God's mercy and are unable to show mercy to others, it's a condemnation of themselves, showing that God's love is not in them, and all their riches are just an example of their selfishness and their pride. We hear a lot about social justice nowadays. The idea that a business that makes millions of dollars should suddenly start paying their burger flippers the same as their truck drivers, or their managers, or their repairmen, or whatever. And that's nothing but communism, which puts us all back at square one. What does that mean? Communism. It sounds good on the surface, doesn't it? 
the greatest benefit for the greatest numbers. Everyone is equal. No private ownership because everything belongs to everyone. But in reality, it is 90% of the people working for the benefit of the 10% of the ruling class or the politicians. I guess we're not all that far from communism right now. But what we're talking about for Christians is conducting your business as if it's God's business. In Colossians chapter 3, we see a picture of what our new life should look like. Starting in verse 12, it says, Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing one another. And, if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you so also you must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your heart to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the type of life we should live on Sunday, and it should match the type of life we live Monday through Saturday as well. Now, I've mentioned my supervisor in here a time or two before. There's lots of things I could complain about at my job, but my supervisor isn't one of them. At a normal company, which ours isn't, The owners and the bosses and the head honchos get designated parking spaces up front or a private parking garage with a sign that says reserved for Mr. McFlabbybottom or whatever, right? But not at our business. The workers come in and get parking spaces close to the building and my supervisor parks at the end of the parking lot or on the grass or out by the semi-trucks and walks in. When he deals with people on the job, he's careful of his words and his tone. He is always calm and self-controlled. People know him as a man of peace. My supervisor is the exact opposite of the type of businessman that we're talking about in the text. Now, unfortunately, he's not an owner, and one of our owners is exactly like the type of person we were talking about in the text. He's a greedy, money-hungry, self-serving megalomaniac. He runs around micromanaging everything and treats people like a bully on the playground. His idea of managing people is by using threats constant harassment and coercion. Now, I don't blame him because as I've said time and time again, an unregenerate sinner bound for hell will only do what satisfies his own evil desire. Even the good they might do is only to satisfy their own pride. But what about you? Are you fair in your dealings with others or do you try to take advantage of others? The natural tendency of people is to look out for number one only by stepping on number two. Perhaps today is the day the Holy Spirit is convicting you of your sin, and it's time to repent and get on the right track of following Jesus. If you want to know more about the first step in following Jesus, go over to my website and click on that button about salvation and learn about how you can be saved too. The Discipleship Center and its subsidiaries, TDC Aquaponics and TDC Farm, are a registered 501c3 charity serving in the not-so-beautiful city of Kankakee and its surroundings. Have you or a loved one been struggling with substance abuse, chronic unemployment, need some work experience after a recent incarceration, or just failed to move on to a more productive phase of life? There is hope just around the corner with the Discipleship Center where every life matters and we strive to fulfill the Great Commission one life at a time. 
check us out on the web at www.discipleshipctr.org today.